This is part two of session six, Burned Bodies and Black Root Stout. So, as this dragon uh, exits your field of view into this night sky, and the smoke is rising from what was once your campsite, what would you like to do? The boat. The boat is no longer on fire. It is damaged. The but sails. The sails are damaged. It's still functional. Not on fire. No. Is anything else about camp currently on fire? No. But all of your tents are totaled as far as you can patch them, but there are massive holes in your tents. Meryl, how far are we to the nearest um, settlement upstream? The evening of day two. Um, So I'm having a conniption to right now. No, no, no. uh, There's no major settlements between us and three. Day three. The evening of day three? Yes. Okay. Uh, evening of day three, but there's no major settlements between us and Zundran, and even when we get into Zundran, there's no clear settlement that I know of in the area. There's just mountains, and there will be several days. If we're going to Zeshon, it'll be several days after that. Is that right? Accurate. I didn't, I didn't include that in eight days. I didn't include Zeshon. You, you just went to the border. Right. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Yeah, you're going to have to travel through the mountains to get to Zeshon, because Zeshon's on the other side of the mountains from y'all. Can I say whether or not, based on my experience, at the mouth of the river, would there sometimes in some places there will set settlements in those kind of places just for the geography of it? Um, can I make a history check? Um, no, you're not. You don't know anything about Mafaria, so it, it you would know that sometimes settlements do spring up near waterways. <laughs> but there's no settlements of note. Okay, there there might be some small villages, but no major settlements that I know of. <clears throat> I'd like to so, cast fly on myself and fly up near and see if I can track him for a little bit. Can make a perception check. Does anyone know what that thing was? I'm over there, just like my gripping my hair. Like it appeared to be a dragon, rocking the dragon. in the middle of the campsite right now. That one. That one. Can a hunter's market is still seaworthy? <laughs> if is, I, it's still riverworthy. If I hunter's market, will he know that yeah. he's been hunter's marked? Who? The dragon. He's no, it's too, too far late. away to hunt. He's gone. And he so, is gone. You do not see him. For the record, as far as um, living arrangements go, I can 
use Tiny Hut before we go to bed. It lasts for eight hours. So that's at least a means to stay dry and away from the elements. Is it possible? Could you cast Tiny Hut on the raft and we use that to stay? Don't believe it's That's unclear. It is an immovable dome. So I feel like it would stay in its place while we moved. Right. Very good. So, <clears throat> well, if you're... Will it house us all? Uh, it's a 20-foot diameter in every direction, so probably fine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we must at least finish out the night. And I mean, this... This doesn't change hardly anything for, for, the, for our immediate plans. We can't, you know, we're not going to stop our trek to uh, Zundrin because a dragon has appeared in the sky and gone away. Well, it, Which it, direction did he go? West. Or west, yeah. It may... Which direction um, are we going? South. We're going south. It oh has impacts on my job. I'm here on behalf of the Behelmon. My orders come from them. What do you know of this thing? Apparently so does his. What do you know of this thing? Um, oh, so, as uh, Meryl asked me a question, I kind of snap out my history. I need you to make a history check. I am. Um, <clears throat> kind of, like, pull myself together. Snap out of it. Guidance. <laughs> right? Guidance. 17. Add a d4. Add a d4. Okay, I got it. 21. 22. 22. With it, how did you do that without rolling? <laughs> Oh, uh, he's a forward, dumb. He rolls forward. Okay, well, yeah, but you said it before you even rolled. Twenty-two? Uh, Seventeen? No. What 22? What I don't know. I said two. That's all because it's oh, two. Oh, so nineteen guys. in total. Nineteen. Okay. Yeah. What is happening? What is happening? I don't know. He's very, very afraid of the dragon. Twenty-two. Twenty-one. No, two. Oh, twenty-two. Nineteen. The fact that you're a full-blooded elf from the eastern islands you would have been told stories as a small child growing up in what was essentially the, the lap of luxury um, by your you know your nans your um, who the people who would take care of you while your parents were busy would tell you these scary stories before you go to bed or something like that and they would speak to you about Maldrix the Mad the black dragon that was the scourge of the eastern islands uh, for a long time, and you know they tell you stories about him burning entire civilizations to the ground, killing elven kings before the Helmarn united um, the the races in Alavaron. Uh and they would also tell you of Maldrix's downfall, how a she elf, uh, and you don't recall her name, defeated Maldrix. But those are all just stories. Doesn't sound very selective. It's attacks, right? Burns whole towns. <coughs> yeah, that's what he would tell you. Large swaths yeah. of whatever. Saprax <laughs> is just quietly gathering up um, what tent he has left and kind of consolidating it into a pile that he could maybe use to sleep on. I would like to go to I'm sorry about your awesome tent. It was expensive. <laughs> but not nearly as expensive as the contents inside. 
Saffrax will make do. He is a traveler. He has had worse setbacks than this. And he looks at you and he says, Move along. As if, uh, not to literally say move along, but kind of like in a sing-songy way that someone might say, say la vie. You know. Whose watch was that? Y'all suck at the watch. (laughs) (laughs) What did you want us to do? We could have taken him. So what are we thanks doing, for, guys? Thanks for getting I'm the like camp butt. Feet up in the <laughs> huh? I'm like 200 feet in here. Okay, and you don't see anything. I'm not looking for anything. I'm praying. Okay. Hi, up as I go, I'm praying. Okay. I need you to come back down so I can cast this spell. How long does it we take? We can move in and out all the time. It takes okay. one minute, but You're you, the have, only... you have to be in it before you can be in it. No, yeah. I thought you had to be in you it. Had you had could be. determine no, who else could come in. No, it is... They have to... My understanding... Uh, hold on. Creatures and objects within the dome when you cast this spell can move through it freely. Okay. I cannot decide. You have to be in it when I cast it. <coughs> okay. okay. Well, I'll be up going feet and I'm just going to pray. like, I'm all here for adventure. I will do as you bid. But what on earth am I supposed to do with that? In the gaze out. You gaze out. I'm looking the, into the sky. Yeah, you gaze out at the night sky, and there's no answer. Ozark here. Yeah. You know, your mother sometimes is vague, ambiguous, and unresponsive. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of the whole thing about being a deity, you know. She's. Uh, I know. I know. You go down. Yep. Okay. So you've got everyone you need. All right. Cast. So. Okay. So you all, after a minute, find yourself inside of this tiny dome of shelter that is at comfortable temperature. You gather up what uh, what semblances you have of sleeping bags, which is not much. I ran with mine to the river and jumped in with it. Okay. So it's soaking wet. Press station. I'd like to match the dome with the color of the ground. I can choose what color it appears from the outside. So I'm going to match it with the color of the grass. And I would imagine that you eventually find sleep. Is there a third watch? Uh, Yeah. I'll take out a watch. Tomorrow, um, I may be able to repair some of these sleeping bags if I have the mending spell. I'm pretty sure I do. I do. Um, nope, I do not. I have to learn it. You can change them all on rest. No, cantrips I can't. Uh, Level spells I can't. Because mm-hmm. my, my cantrips, they say learn, and my level spells say prepare. Uh, I thought we, homebrew rule, we said. Yeah, homebrew rule, you, you can, can adjust any spell during a long rest. That's a homebrew rule. Because otherwise, when you get to level 20, you're just stuck yeah. with. Yeah, whatever it's cantrips stuck. you get, you just. Like, no question. I think that's really dumb. Yeah, okay. personally. Okay. Like, I think you, once you learn a spell, you should be able to be, use that spell. And I'll be able to at least repair all of our sleeping bags tomorrow. Okay. So. So, the rest of the watch goes uneventfully, especially compared to <laughs> what happened. But eventually, you see the sun rising over the sun over the uh, the distant horizon. These peaks of red and yellow uh, spread across the sky, and you all prepare yourself for another day of journey. Um, 
you travel south to Zundren. Um, and for the sake of brevity, how many days do we have left? Five. Five days? 5.3. Somebody roll a d4. Got it. Right here. Four. I'll in. I have it. Who said got it first? Kyle's. Okay. So four. Okay. You do finish a long rest. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and say that because you're on the waterway um, and because you're traveling at a decent pace, let me go ahead and get an athletics check from the two or from the four primary people that were that are rowing. Athletics. We don't like those. What we like to get God damn it, uh, natural one. Sixteen. Sixteen? Yeah. Sixteen. Natural. Is that eighteen? No, it's sixteen. Okay. Um, Saffrax, you are, uh, or, uh, Rathanax. Okay. Saffrax is just sitting back there, pretty much awestruck. Saffrax, again, <coughs> being even more quiet. Now. Uh, does his... Does his tent repair when you fix it with mint? No, it has to be a non-magical object. Uh-huh. Um, now you could you could repair his tent to, to being a normal tent. Yes, but it couldn't. It wouldn't repair the magical enchantment. Right. Um, but uh, Rathanax, you're finding yourself uh, pretty exhausted at this point, um, having put a lot of your effort in the last couple of days of journey. You're you're pulling behind, but luckily your friends are still got a pretty good amount of energy left, and they do successfully pass the skill check. So, power left, not long left. <laughs> so, five days later, oh, shit, endurance. <laughs> five days later, uh, go ahead and deduct five rations. So, hang on. So that, that was the first full day from Zunger, Second day of river travel. Third day was when Maldrix happened. Then today, took a long rest. Today we're getting there. Yes. That's only five Four days? Yeah. Okay. Um, Jake, are you deliberately not making tinkering checks? No, I would like to do the, that project, and I'd substitute one night of that project to do his armor for him. Okay. So, you, if there's four more nights left, that's correct? Four? I'm, from here, this is the fourth full day. Of traveling from Zunger, but we had about a half day's travel on. So there's four uh, days left in the journey. Okay, so let me get either three tinkering checks, or you can make just one for the three, or and then one will be substituted. I need a tinkering check to work on his armor. Okay, so first check will be three for all three nights. Okay. Twelve, two, eight. So. So you did three. Yes. Okay. I thought you were saying one for all three nights. That's what I should have done because it was the highest level. Oh, well, you know, hindsight. Yeah. Uh, tinkering checks. Dexterity plus two, plus five. Um, just my dexterity and my proficiency to this, right? Yes. So, uh, I don't think I can add my intelligence to a tinkering check. Um, the 17. Uh-huh. Uh, seven and uh-huh. thirteen. Okay, two days of construction. Okay, 
and then one for my to... Let me get a tinkering check on that. Do whatever he needs to want to do with his armor. What do you want to do with it? With the armor? Yeah. Repair it to where it's usable, wearable, and, and get the and get that symbols. fucking thing off the pauldron. Make it, make yeah. it look like a chief's armor. Do you yeah. want the symbol of Malkath on your own chest? No. <laughs> I'm curious. No. no, I think not. <laughs> I'm gonna start doing this because this is they might take. Yeah, yeah it's probably gonna test about that. Uh, eleven. Eleven. Yeah. So the symbol of Malkath that's on the. Chest plate is two separate. It's it's a separate piece from the armor. It's been um, riveted onto the armor, so you do manage to pry that loose. But the solvents that you have at your disposal uh, do not manage to get the banner of Zunger off the pauldron quite yet. It looks like it's starting to fade, but you're still working on that. Is it engraved? No, it's not engraved. Painted. It's painted. But this is this is based on the DC that you just rolled. Okay. So, and the armor, as far as the nicks and gouges that are in the armor, you don't manage to fully repair them. But a lower DC on another check will probably finish out the rest of those repairs. Okay. Another nice work. So he can't wear it yet. He can't wear it yet. Did we just maneuver through four days? Yes. Indubitably. It's one of the things I've been you told I'm good at. So. Sleeping bags are fixed. And, and the sleeping bags are fixed. So you all have sleeping bags, including Saffrax. No, not including Saffrax. He's got a tent. He had a bed. Yeah. <laughs> he, had, he had a luxury bed. But he doesn't anymore. Now he's sleeping on the ground. Yeah. In his repaired tent. Got a regular tent. Um, no, not in this tent if he's in the... So, during those four days... Um, We're all in the tiny hut. There's not room for the tent. That was for that one day. Hood, so Folded up. That's fine. Like I'm saying, your tents are folded up. You're yeah. staying in fine heads. Yeah. But he just wanted to repair your tents in case you didn't. You wanted to use them in the future. I know, but you said Saffrax was still sleeping in his tent. Oh, okay, well then he's sleeping on his uh, on the ground in the tiny hut. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to feel helpful. You're good, Daxon. You're good. I've been trying to use tiny heads this whole damn time. I had horses, I couldn't do it. During those four days, um, you are traveling down this river and you do see pockets of civilizations as far as not not civilizations but but people you see traveling merchants who are walking along the waterways you see farmers there's, there's at one point where you see two Malkar children fishing at the banks of the stream um, you know that you're getting closer to some semblance of civilization and out of the wilds uh, as you're approaching this mountain range. Did you have something, Analia? I was going to ask if the merchants had any, any meat. Any meat? Um, go ahead and roll a d4 for me. D4? Oh, yeah, actually, that's Three. Three? No, uh, they are not meat salesmen. Butchers. It ain't the same. <laughs> so, uh, during the downtime that we've had, uh, I'd like to have been working on uh, something, and I'll send it to you in Discord. Okay. I just like to keep mine also, because I feel like if I don't say that, you're going to catch me with it. Or <laughs> okay, you've been working on your lead. Um, your strength's all right when you go into combat. You can't cast any spells. <laughs> I wouldn't do that to you. You can still sing. <laughs> um, 
beat box your way through a battle. So, you're seeing these pockets, uh, or these signs of civilization as you get closer and closer to this mountain range, and as this mountain range becomes more and more detailed, you're seeing now why this place is called the Land of the Burgundy Mountains. More so than you ever did far off in Atzana, where the mountaintops were just tiny little peaks in the distance. These mountains are formed from some burgundy red stone. And they jut up out of the ground, not at all gracefully. Just sheer rock faces. Peaks and uh, just uninviting looking mountains. Not like some of the mountains that you're used to seeing in the legacy mountains of Alvaron or the mountains of Silverstone, if you'd ever happen to travel there. Uh, the uh, Burgundy Mountains are, are far more uninvited and unwelcoming. However, you eventually reach, or meet where the river ends in a massive pool and this large waterfall that comes down off of one of these sheer rock faces. Uh, as the boat makes shore on this heavily rocky beach, Safrak steps off of the boat and steps onto the land with his hand on the pommel of his dual scimitars and looks up to one of the sheer rock faces and kind of points at this area that's carved into these uh, mountains, this, this sheer red, blood red uh, mountain face, and you can see these stairs that go up into the mountain range. So this is where everybody's saying goodbye to the boat, too. Because the water goes no further. You've served us well, boat. That's solid. Riding burnt and charred. More than can we sell the boat? <laughs> There's no one around. It does look like this is a pretty heavily trafficked area, but right now there's no one around. It's also been slightly dragon-fired. Yeah, staircase, <laughs> you know, staircase down into the mountain, staircase up. Staircase like up. Carved into the face of a rock face. Gotcha. It goes up. <coughs> Through space. Uh, rock man mountain space. Blank. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I would like to say to the group as we get off, um, everyone, if you wouldn't mind just a moment... Given light of recent events and upon request from some of our party, I've come up with a sort of, what would you call it, a non-disclosure agreement of sorts. If anybody would like to sign and get it on it, um, you're more than welcome, there's room enough at the bottom. And I'll produce a piece of paper, you know, a little bit longer, think the, uh, when the hobbits let Bill, or when the dwarves let Bilbo sign the contract in the Hobbit, similar to that, and it it's more, if you read it, which everybody will be given a chance to, it's more of a, um, during this trip alone, but with the option for any future trips, uh, you could agree to essentially not disclose any secrets you learn along the way regarding your companions, uh, that loot... Anything found will be 
distributed equally, payment oh, distributed oh, equally, gold, okay. uh, gold gems. I you meant my loot. I was like, what about my loot? <laughs> no, no. Okay. Um, yeah, everybody gets whoa, a string. Whoa, whoa. Um, That's not a joke. I really do think that's It also says, also listed in there is uh, loyalty to your teammates, i.e., you. If given any opportunity to betray anyone or to help anyone, you will not betray them and you will help them if at all possible. So don't leave their, leave nobody behind unless you absolutely cannot get them and you will not betray anybody no matter how much money you're offered. And pointedly, he hands the contract to you first. I'll read it, look at it. I don't have it typed up, but it'll yeah. think of it like that. I read it. This is also including shooting firebolts, frost damage, <laughs> acid splash, things, arrows, things of the sort. <laughs> I honestly, purposefully at uh, one another. I do not believe that there is any way to stop somebody from getting into a fight in our group at some point or another, so I did not add that. But we still maintain loyalty to one another. You will not kill and you will give aid if possible. Quill. <laughs> <coughs> Just take it. My, you already see my name is already signed at the top. And Ozark. And Ozark. <laughs> how is how is a celestial going What? He signed Ozark's name. No, Ozark has fingers. He signed his own name, but he's whatever. It's an X. Regardless. It's an X. I, <laughs> all right. Well, I'm glad you signed because now anything that you have you, you gain is also Ozark's in the party for. <laughs> Wait, he doesn't have an equal share. I just don't want to hurt us. Yeah, no, Ozark, he doesn't have an equal share. That's well. fine. He's more of uh, my... Think of him as my parole officer. <laughs> Is he here? Yeah, I'll yeah, he's I don't really have any need for gold, really, per se. Ah, uh, you know, I'm just here for the for the ride, essentially. Glad to hear it. We're glad to have you. <laughs> Not glad to share our money. <laughs> <laughs> Where I come from, there's really no need for gold, so, you know, so, I get it. As you get it, uh, pass it around uh, a look to Meryl. I would also like to point out that while y'all keep looking at me, I didn't steal a little a little, a little man's shoes. <laughs> You're not the, the only person who has to sign this. <laughs> we will also point to look at other people. Nobody has to sign it. <laughs> You're the only one in Can the party who has to raise their hand who's going to sign it. Huh? Can I get uh, everyone to raise their hand who's going to sign it? I didn't hear anything I object to, so no. I'll sign was more about the words. So, did you sign it? Yeah, I already signed it. Okay, so we got this whole side of the table. It's the two of you that are still making up your minds. That's Renalia and <laughs> Nicholas. Now, you did recall, it says either for this... This so contract this, is only good for this mission. It's a company that we've just created. But it op- it's open door for any future uh, traveling or future adventures. It's not a lifelong contract. It's what's, what's the expiration here? Is it the arrival? Upon the session? the completion of this, which would be determined by Safrax giving us either the gold uh, or the amethyst. Oh, when, our, when our debt okay. is fully paid to Safrax. Safrax. And then we can decide if we're going to go on our separate ways or if we're going to continue to Do adventure. Do have to sign for every adventure? No. You don't have to sign anything for anything. Yeah. I'm going to assume that... I guess we'll leave a block for people who want to remove. Oh, there are uh, seven spaces. 
I intend to sign this, but what are the consequences of not signing this agreement? Well, if you flip over the back, it talks about uh, absolutely <laughs> really nothing besides you are going down on your word, and if a court finds it, court of the land finds it, uh, that you broke the contract which you signed, then I imagine that you will be, we will be entitled to anything you decided to deprive us of. Also, any uh, information that you delivered of the party outside of here would not be admissible because if you sign it and then give the information, then you understand. So, Am I out of the party if I don't sign it? I don't think so. Well, I mean, your dealings currently are with Safrax. This is more of a union that we're creating. Yes. <laughs> I'll sign Sapphire's ears perk up. I'll sign you. No, no unions. <laughs> I fear it's late for you, Catman. All right, so come on, if let's get a decision. It's only for this trip. Okay, so Renali is signing. Why are you so determined to fuck us up? Hold it back up. Did you not sign it? I did. Okay, you did sign it. So everyone signed, signed it. it. All right, perfect. Okay, what shall we call our company? A light shoots to well, the sky and we all burst into flames. <laughs> the, uh, on top of it, you saw uh, it listed as the strange contract. Mm. The curious contract. Contract cut. No. Whoa. Are you wrote it down? <laughs> it's real. It's so cute. anywho. Uh, I'm not writing that down, but the internet deserves to hear you. <laughs> <laughs> it was more of a suggestion. They deserve to know. Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, Saffrax eventually sets off, uh, kind of without any prompt from the rest of you, and begins to climb this staircase. I would like to go to Saffrax. I'm following. Do I have any songs about climbing staircases? <laughs> there's not yeah. a song for everything. There's, a, there's this old elvish tale called Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna play that. Okay. It's uh, like a spin-off of Secret Tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I've got Sick my lute in one hand and a flute in the other, and I'm like trying to play both as we go up the stairs. Alright, so, uh, once you reach the top of this staircase, which is, it's, it's a little bit of a climb. I mean, this is, uh, it's doable, but you definitely find yourself out of breath by the time that you make it to the top of the staircase. I'd like to play the climb by Miley Cyrus. Perfect. Oh, my God. Perfect. Um, hopefully that's public domain. Um, <laughs> I'm sure it is. I don't know the words. <laughs> so, oh, it's a long way to the top if you want to rock roll. Oh, that's a good one, too. Yeah. All right. There's all kinds of songs about staircases or climbs or whatever. That needs to be another quote from our campaign. There's all kinds of signs about or uh, songs about staircases. When you go to the top, um, you find what is essentially a large plateau of sparse trees and this stream that runs along this mountain range and juts off of this cliff face. Uh, But as you see, the path continues along this uh, stream uh, into the heart of the Zundran Mountains. And all of you who have done your research, anyone who knows any history about this area, um, I would say definitely Meryl and uh, Rathanax. The guy who's from here? Yeah, the guy who's from here. And they would be able to tell you if you didn't know that you have just crossed into the territory of the Sons of Unar. There's a couple of different names for them. The Dwarves of Unar, the Kin of Unar, the Sons of Unar, 
Malkarian dwarves. Uh, either way, they're all commonly known. This ki- this area is commonly known as the Kingdom of Zundra, which is a sovereign kingdom to itself. Uh, now that would be the extent of your your level of history, but there's certainly more to it. Uh, as you're walking on this path that goes along this stream, your eyes eventually catch a large stone watchtower uh, that's just slightly up a mountain. And at the base of it, you can see campfires. And you know that as you continue down this path, you're going to get closer and closer to this watchtower. And you do so? Mm-hmm. Indeed. I would imagine. Okay. So you get closer. And what comes into fruition, what comes into view, is a camp of dwarves. Uh, a fairly different, I'll put it to you like that, type of dwarf. Uh, where, where all the dwarves that all of you are familiar with from Alavron are generally pale complected and have beards of uh, brown or black, sometimes red. Uh, these are a little different. These dwarves have darker skin. This dark, like almost, almost cherry colored skin. Uh, and their beards are almost exclusively black. Uh, so their, their features are even a little different than dwarves. Almost like just a different branch of, uh, dwarves. But they don't seem to mean you any ill will. They're all wearing armor and carrying weapons, and this seems to be a military camp of I'll, some kind. I'll walk to the front and yell out Dwarvish, because I have to assume they speak the same Dwarvish, and just beckon them in a, a traditional way. In a traditional way, okay. Um, so you kind of hail them, uh, and one or two of them approach. writing your own book. There we go. Okay. Uh, and three of them approach you. You can see one is wearing a... Uh, all of them are wearing this heavy, heavy uh, plate armor of clearly dwarvish make. You know, these uh, hard lines, no smooth edges of any kind. Uh, and they seem to be dressed in full-blown war attire. These are either guards of some kind or part of a, of a military operation, and one of them returns your salute, your, your hail, yes. as they're approaching you. I'll take the lead. I, I have um, a great deal of experience with war. Slightly behind him. <laughs> slightly behind him. Okay. There's also, a, like I said, a huge watchtower that's, at the ba- that's jutting out of this camp. Right. Okay. So I'll just introduce ourselves... Um, Humbly, as um, uh, secure a security force on behalf of our merchant friend, <clears throat> as well as um, I'll tell them that uh, many of us come from the continent of Alderaan. Okay. He looks at you and he says, "Well, very well. <clears throat> as long as you intend no harm, you'll be fine. You're trying possession, then, if permitted." 
Zeshan has a very lenient policy on newcomers. You're welcome to come to Zeshan. Just see that you don't cause any trouble. What are the policies of uh, magic in, in, in Zeshan? Malkarian dwarves do not hold to the old scruples of some of the uh, kingdoms in Alvaron. So it's forbidden. Right, or to a degree. Um, Unless you're casting a fireball in the market or something of that nature. Right. Of course, that's uh, forbidden. Is Zeshan is the capital or just the nearest? Zeshan is a city within uh, Zundran. The capital is a house. Is, is debatable. Okay. It, it is also a Decidedly not Zeshan. It's also a touchy subject. Interesting. So okay. I'll ask, is there any sort of um, customs or courtesies that we should be aware of as newcomers coming into Zeshan? Any uh, frowned upon ways to introduce ourselves? Other than a fireball. Well, the straps of your coin purse don't need to be too tight. The whole point of inviting newcomers into Zeshan is so they'll spend coin. If you don't have any purpose in Zeshan, if you're not planning on providing a service or buying, best not to go. But we're happy to hear that. <coughs> Thank you very much. And how far from Zeshan? Was this all in Dwarvish or was this in common? All in Dwarvish. All in Dwarvish. Can I ask in common? Sure. Moving on. Yeah. Say, um, is there anything that Zeshan or Zundran is particularly known for? Something that you claim fame to? I'll relay everything I said. The dwarves of Zundran are capable of the best craft in all of Malkaria. You make the finest armors, the finest weapons. No one beats the smiths of Zeshan. You perhaps have a jewelry smith. Absolutely. Wonderful. Thank you, kind sir. They're renowned for... Smithing A dwarf just told you that no one beats dwarves. Gotcha. In smithing weapons and armor. They do tend to say that. Yes. Who has two metal thumbs and makes a differ? Alright, so you press on with your journey? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Jake, how many days is it from the point where I chose on the border to Zeshan? Yes. Uh, well, through mountains, assuming we still go 24 miles per day, about 150 miles. So, uh, 150 divided by 3, 6.25. Now, does any, does any of this count as rough terrain, hiking over mountains? No, not in here, because inside you're you're essentially traveling on a plateau that's slightly above the rest of the ground, and you're just weaving in like a ridge. between the base. Yeah, gotcha. Oh, like spine. I imagine they've got roads and stuff. For yeah, it's. I mean, it's not really. It it's not quite cobblestone. Right, but like a flattened earth. Yeah, least. exactly. We met them on the day we arrived, right? Yes. Okay. This is the same day that we were in the spring. Yes. Gotcha. So the day that you crossed into the kingdom of. Zundran, you're seeing outposts, essentially. Of Does everyone have enough rations for another six to seven days of travel? Negatory has five rations. Yeah, might need buy more. Is it really six to seven days? 6.25. Three yeah. rations remaining. And it only took eight. I've got five. Yeah, I guess. 
I got three rations left. I'll buy more if we can. So go ahead and deduct the day, this day of ration as well. Oh, fuck you too, man. <laughs> Is it, was there anywhere that we could stop and or resupply rations? Uh, hopefully, you'll come across some merchants. Okay. But we did stop. We did see some merchants, didn't we? They didn't sell meat. They didn't sell dried meat. Oh, we didn't ask. Um, we didn't know we were going to have to be giving up all so, the rations. So, as you, some of you, you know, pick at the bottom of your backpacks and pull out the last. You know, a couple of rations that you have. Uh, the day concludes. You've got a full day of travel inside the kingdom of Zundrin. And as night falls, the night sky does look slightly different with these red peaks taking up a huge portion of the, uh, you know, the aurora, the night, the night sky. Um, but uh, as each and every one of you find yourselves drifting off to sleep, this you do get a, a, the feeling that all of you have had sporadically throughout this journey, this feeling of excitement, new lands, and unfamiliar areas, and uh, you're truly living the adventurer's life, having gone from walking in the wilds of the Alvaron Empire to the wilds of Malkaria and using a riverboat to travel south. Seeing a fucking dragon. Yeah. Having adventures along the way. Uh, did you have something, Nicholas? No, I was... Sorry, I was doing my own thing. Because okay. I was trying to figure out how big a chromatic orb is, because it's four inches. Gotcha. Um, Jeff can tell you about four inches. I bet he can. And chromatic orbs. Times that about two. Yeah, anyways. Um, so... As you continue uh, on this journey, there, there. Let's go ahead and roll. Somebody roll a say a d six. Gotcha. Three. Okay. None of those d sixes. The next day, uh, you see another outpost uh, of of similar uh, type. So these well armed and armored dwarves at the base of a tower. Uh, and you do see three merchants throughout the day. Dwarves, I imagine? Most of them, yes. So I'll just approach and we'll try and do business with them. Okay. Uh, so you approach them, and one of them does appear to be selling general goods like rations. Okay. Perfect. Point five gold piece, piece. Point five? That's how much rations cost them. Point five. So what is that? One gold gets you two rations. One gold gets you two rations. So five silver pieces would get you one ration. Yep. Yes. Okay. Indeed. They're charging a gold piece for each ration. I'd like to talk them. I'd like to talk them into three silver pieces per ration. And I would like to talk them into five copper. <laughs> I'd like to talk them into a hole. <laughs> <laughs> I'll roll a persuasion check. Trans- translate into Orvish if necessary. And just try to give them advantage. Okay. Are you charismatic? I'm charismatic. Like I'm intimidating. So. I'm, I'm actually uh, proficient in persuasion. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yes, you can give him advantage as you're translating. Um, but don't throw your dice at people. I'll do what I want. <laughs> All right. I'm going to use my inspiration of the Lordstone. Okay. And did you also that means he rolled use guidance? Not bad. Wait a second. Use guidance your inspiration from the Lordstone is not a D4. You're right. That's why I dropped a D10. Okay. And it's also one use. You know what? You're right. 
Just my, telling you. Use my use my other inspiration dice. Your so, stargazer. Yep. Okay. Twenty. Twenty. Okay. Uh, you managed to barter him down to the original price. The five silver pieces. Perfect. I will take. How many rations. rations does he have? He does not have ten rations. He has a total of five. Four. He has a total of five that he can sell. We'll take the lot. Okay, so who's buying them? I want two of them. Okay. okay. I didn't ask how many rations he had to sell. I asked how many rations he had. Oh my god. <laughs> I would like to take two of the ones for sale. He did. I'd like to investigate from a distance to see how many rations he has when he pulls out the five. Make a perception check. Can I assist? I would like... I'm, you can't se- assist now... in the perception check, but I think you could probably persist in what he's about to do. Um, I, I didn't you sell to, to you, you buy two. I've purchased one of the... I've purchased two of the rations. So he still has one to sell. Perception. I have four. Perception check. I'm, I have three. Can I buy one? Okay, you can buy one, which is five silver pieces. That's a twenty. <laughs> A uh, twenty? Did you assist me? So I no, I didn't assist. Okay. Well, then I assist. A twenty? Yeah. It's a big bag to only be pulling out five rations. It looks like there's probably a lot more in there. But it's also things that he's selling throughout the journey. And using for himself. I got a plus seven to intimidation in this. I also have a plus seven to intimidation. Keep it <coughs> keep in mind I you're also, also a plus seven to intimidation. Plus keep in mind that these are fully outfitted, war ready. Well, no. said along no. the way well, these are merchants, merchants but you're also yeah. probably within less than half a day's Dwarves. journey of one of these towers that you oh, just yeah. left yeah, no. well you said not forget you said we see th- like three merchants right this is just one dwarves tell no tales I'm just saying right? yeah but this the other two are one. still there only one of them is selling to you but he's traveling in a group of three I'd like to go up to the other two and see if they have murderers never seen huh I'm going to go up to the other two and see if they have. No, the other two, no. He was the only one selling rations. What do the other two sell? They are not selling. They are transporting. They don't tell you. I bet they fucking do. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, are we willing to die on this hill? Not at all. No, we're not. I'm Hard pretty pass. sure we can kill three merchants, but we might have some repercussions down the line. I'm a big no, fan I like of, it here. I don't want to leave. Minding your business. We got a dragon on our side. I'm not. I don't want to do this. What? <laughs> how many? How many rations? Have been oh, I'm sorry. So Am I the only one here to manifest destiny my way across the fucking continent? Yep. <laughs> All of them have been bought. The USA All has right. nukes. Is that a bad thing? Didn't think so. <laughs> I mean, there's. Entire, kind of an entire country that would probably disagree. Alright, so that's, drop the, sun that's the end of that day of travel. You you eventually make camp. The can't the watch is uneventful because this is a fairly secured area. So go ahead and take off a day of travel. So that was the second day of full travel. That was the second full day All of right, travel. We wake up on the third. Take your check. Huh? Take sure. Um I'll finish this over. Uh, also I was just I, I just looked it up for the hell of it. Um some DMs choose can choose Decks and intelligence checks based on what they're doing specifically. Can I just add my intelligence checks to my or just intelligence and uh, proficiency bonus? Yeah, you can choose between intelligence and dexterity. I'll say in this particular project. Okay. What is that? Twenty-five for his armor. 
25 total with a natural. natural. Huh? It's not with a natural 20? No. Okay. That's a, that's a 1%. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, you do manage to complete his armor. Armor's done. Woo! Plate time. Natural 20. <coughs> the other thing. Natural 20. Nice. The other thing. Uh, now, you do realize that this is costing you materials, right? Okay. To fix his armor. I'd say probably about... Probably about five gold worth of metal. Okay, I'll take that off. It's worth the investment. Now, the other project will say that's going to be a sum that you're going to have to come up with later. Yeah. I am now wearing my plant armor. You're welcome. And you still have that plus one to AC, so what's your AC up at now? 19. I have to remove the infusion from your old armor. I was going to ask if you were going to do a that. A natural 20 results in three days of construction on your project. Awesome. Um, so you hit a stroke of genius. So, stroke of genius. So I, I kind of leave it up to you. 19 is already a pretty high AC. Would you rather that infusion be back on your plus one weapon? No, I'd, I'd like to keep the armor. Okay. Yeah, it's for sure. AC then. No, that's included with the... Yeah, that would be a 19 with AC. The, oh, it would be a 19. 19 with, with the infusion, okay, yes. Because gotcha, 18 is... Display. Gotcha. Okay. So, uh, you continue on your journey. And for the for the sake of clarity, I'm just putting this in as plus one plate on my... Yes. On, on D&D and beyond? You have to attune to it. That's fine. Okay. He has to attune to it? He has to attune to it. I don't know how the fuck that works. I don't know why they would do that without including some way to do it. But whatever. Plus one plate plus you're, you're down in a uh, achievement slot. Yeah. Um. So... Uh, Third day of travel goes uneventfully. Uh, you do come across one merchant that <coughs> does not appear to be... He, he explains to you that he is not selling uh, foodstuffs or any kind of general goods. But what he does have is something that you've never seen before. A giant boar uh, that has a saddle on it and several bags that appear to be extremely full of something. Uh, so it's a pack mule, essentially, is what he's using it for. But it's a giant boar that comes up to a lot of your, like, shoulders, his back. He's How much a, for the boar? How much for the boar? That night, could I have get, stared at the night sky, observed it, and got my inspiration? Yes. Huh? <clears throat> you actually ask him this? Yeah. Do you ask him in common or dwarfish? I don't know dwarfish. So you ask him in common? Yeah. He kind of just looks at you and, and you point, you gesture to the boar, I would imagine? Uh, so he does not understand... Common. It's not that he doesn't understand. He just kind of doesn't seem to be very responsive to common. Yeah, sure. I'll just read the board. Okay. He just looks at you and he goes, Bah! And he says something that you don't understand. Please. He says he's not selling the boar. He doesn't seem interested. He says he's not going to carry all this by himself. Yeah, okay. So he's not interested. He has a good reason. He has a lot to carry. Does he have Does rations he? to carry? He has no rations. He's not selling food subs. Okay, gotcha. What's he selling? He doesn't tell you. He's transporting, not selling. Okay. Do you want us to mug these merchants? Is that what we're always here? Do you like, want us really to What's, the, what's your fucking angle Did you here? Get off on that, chief. <laughs> I don't know if I'd get off on that so much as I would, you know, like... 
leading a dwarvish raiding party tracking all of you down and killing you. You know, for <laughs> they murder. would never find the body. Murdering exactly. innocent <laughs> merchants. I also want to see what the paladins have to think about you murdering innocent. I'll wait till they walked along a little bit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because um, they can't hear behind them. If, if I can take out Jeff, I bet this merchant doesn't <laughs> He would stand a fucking chance. Is he an adventurer? <laughs> I think not. This particular merchant kind of looks like he might have a little bit of an adventuring background. Well, now oh, has he got a little bit more. of a backstory there? You want to you take a little backstory? Then give us a hook. <laughs> what are you talking about? Okay, he, he's ready to leave. Whenever y'all are. Okay, so he set, he sets about his business. Sorry. Um, Sorry to derail. It's okay. Uh, so that concludes the third day of travel. Uh, and and being that this is a safe area, this is this is an extremely well maintained, well patrolled, and difficult to get to plateau. So I'm going to go ahead and say that you could make it to Zeshan with little effort. Uh, however, the issue is going to be food. So when would someone run out of food? I'm out after I'm out. three more days. No. When did you run out? Third day. Today? Mm-hmm. Okay. I have three more. Okay. I have two. Okay. Two more as well. Two. You're out. You're out. Meryl? I When I bought that one ration, I had four total. So I think I'm out. No, you still have one because I still have one. Right, so I have one more. Okay. We have four at the same time. I have three total. Three total. Okay. All right. So you have... Does anyone who is out of rations bring this to be... I bought two of the ones from... Which meant you had how many total? Which gave me a total of... I would like to just go out and try and hunt. Four. Okay, what's your survival? one left. Plus three. Plus we three. just... No. We just came in contact with them. No, that was three days ago that we came into contact with them. We, that was we three days ago that we came, to, came yes. in contact with oh, them? Jesus Christ. Out. Yes, because this is day three of travel to Zeshan. Okay, okay, so I've got... Yeah, so I've got I'm one missing. ration. Sorry. One, one, one. One intelligence check for three all, days, all three days. Huh? One more intelligence check for all three days for my thing. Yes. Okay. Anybody have more than one ration? Mm-hmm. I have Can we two. hunt? 16, you have two, so in theory, if we got one more day of travel, you could... 18, maybe disperse. I believe that's going to be one day. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, uh, you've run out of food. Who, the people who have run out of food, are you going to let the rest of the group know that you're out of food? Yes. Okay, so you don't say anything. You say that you're out of food on the third day of travel. Yep. There's still three more days of travel. Yeah. So, Renalia brings it to all of your attention that she is out of food. And you bring it to attention? Okay, so you're also out of food. At hunting in this party? He has a survival of three. But then he's not going to be able to hunt for three people. I have a plus two. Right. I have a plus zero, but I'll try. Yeah, I have a plus zero as well. I'm not, not negative. So if we made the decision to hunt on the third day? Yeah. Yeah, let's Okay. Well, I don't have any ranged weapons, so I have to So you, the, you go to hunt. Who lost provision with survival? I'm proficient with a crossbow, so that's what I'm going to get in. Well, so not everyone's going hunting. Because if everyone goes hunting, you're going to lessen your chances of catching them. I don't think I would go. Yeah, and I have yeah. a disadvantage on stealth. I so will I'm hold down the camp. I, I, will I have super stealth. With my crossbow. I will and as well. the fact that I am not stealthy at all. Who is going with Valinor? Okay, gotcha. So, I need the two of you to make stealth checks. Well, 
I'm going to roll to see if there's even anything out there. Yeah, I raised my hand too. Yeah, okay. Three tokens. I'm actually going to cast Fly on myself. Stealth check? Oh, 21. Wait, wait. 12. 12. Okay. 26. I'm sorry. 26. 26. Super Okay. Um. Trying to think of some common animals. Mountain goats. Okay. <clears throat> so, you do manage to find one deer, and uh, go ahead and make an attack roll with your bow. Okay. Just him? Yeah, just him. Well, I'm going to keep that. 17? 17 will hit. Uh, so, you do manage to fell a deer that could probably maybe last... At least through tonight. But because you don't have the means to preserve it or anything like that, and meat's going to spoil by tomorrow, it can get you through the night. Okay. I'd like to cast fly on myself. Okay. Fly around some of the peaks wherever we're at, see if I can't see a mountain go. Okay, well, it's evening now. Damn it. Okay, when they come back with the deer, it's dusk. Like the sun is setting. I will wait through that later. Okay. So, the next day, you're traveling. Go ahead and deduct a ration if you have it. I thought the huh? deer got us through. Got you through the last day when they were out. Oh, I already deducted a ration for that. Yeah, yeah. I, I had this is the next day. Yeah, but if there's a deer, why would we have already deducted a ration if we have the deer to eat? Yeah. yeah. The deer y'all ate yesterday. Yeah, we, but I deducted one in the morning of yesterday. Okay, well, then the deer wasn't for you. It was for the people who were out of food. Okay. So the deer wasn't enough to go around for no. everybody? No. Small deer. I guess. The, the reason that they hunted was because some people didn't have food. Small doe. Uh, I mean, I, I fully understand that. But yeah. now I think it's, it's almost everybody's deer. out of food. Yeah, we're yeah. all going yeah. to stop. Because I'm we're currently out, out, and I know <laughs> these two are also currently out. So, you, so today you ran out, but you did have a ration for the day? Yep. Okay. So who all has a ration for today? I did. Okay. You, had, you had one left with me. Yeah. And which we had for yesterday. And he said there wasn't enough yeah. food to go around for everybody. So mm-hmm. three of us are out now too. Yep. Okay. So who all is out of food? I think I'm the only one with a ration left. Okay. So everybody's looking at Nicholas. Uh, on the fourth day, uh, when uh, you managed to you managed to scavenge some like plants. To get Gosh. you through that day, but when you wake up the next day, you are starved. You Does are nobody have create food. Tonight? You have. You are extremely hungry. And on the fourth day, Nicholas, you eat your ration. I would imagine. <laughs> I mean, nobody has food. And on the end of the fourth day, let me get a survival check from uh, Valinor. You want me to self first? Yeah, go ahead and make a stealth I'm going to cast fly on myself, go in the opposite direction from him, and just see if I can spot any mountain goats on the side of the mountain. 24. Okay. 24? Okay. We can cast a survival check. <laughs> Damn. Uh, all right, I'll keep that one. Uh, that's going to be 13. 13? Yeah. Wait a second, did it roll out of your box? Yeah, yeah we roll so again. you can't keep yes. one and okay. not the other. Eight. Eight. Okay, you don't manage to find any food that evening as far as game. How far away are you we? You fly to go see mountain goats. 
Okay, you got, but you've got a day of, of travel in, so this is the evening. No, I was going to go, I was trying to say, but we minutiaed through it all. I was going to say during the day, I would have flown trying to find food, because I know if we get through this night, it's going to be bad. Okay. So I would have taken, like, we took a long rest about midday, or gotcha. short rest about midday. I'm going to hunt. you got to stop me for stuff like that, but we'll go ahead with it. Okay. okay um, so you're flying around during the day. Go ahead and make a perception check. Perception. Ten. You do not see any mountain goats. I mean, we're probably not going to die. It's just not going to be pleasant. <laughs> okay, I'd like to come back and take a short rest. Then. Okay. Um, Are you trying to roll initiative? Because may, may I, I take a short rest? <laughs> yeah, I mean, at some point during the day, you would have had a short rest. We're not there yet. Um, so at the end of the fourth day, you find your bellies relatively empty. Obviously not dying yet. Looking at the map, how many more days of travel do we have? Apparently two. Okay, two more days. Yep. So we could make it. I mean, you could definitely make it. There's no quote. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make you all buy a star. You're not gonna all be like a strange one's collective of skeletons, just like on the ground where they've died from not eating for two days. We've all died of disappointment. Yeah. We're all. It's not that serious, guys. Yeah, you suck. Too. Um. So the fifth day of travel is extremely difficult. So I need a Constitution check from everyone. Every, is this a, a check as in a saving throw? No, this is a constitution God check. Damn it. 18. 15. Hold on. We're going to go in order. Everybody remember it. Kyle. 9. I'm the champion of constitution. 15. 18. 9. 15. Natural 20. Fuck. Yeah. For a total of 21. Okay. So, <laughs> welcome everybody. I guess I don't know what it's somebody. Uh, I mean, some of you are having a little more trouble than others, obviously. But through your camaraderie and helping each other along, you know, occasionally, you know, just stopping to kind of slow and, and talk to the person who's kind of dragging behind for a little while while they take maybe a little bit of a break, you do manage to get a day's travel in. Uh, we need a cleric. But on the fifth night. On the, the fifth night, it is becoming a, a increasingly a clear that you're, you're out of food. Okay, make a stealth check. Fly. By the way, Safrax is in the same boat. Yeah. Oh, 16 yeah. Oh, Safrax Seth, is a hungry oh, kitty right now. Oh, so you know rations in his bag of holding? Nope. What? He seems to keep his valuables in there, apparently. food is very valuable. There's that oh, scallop in there. Milkshakes. No. We have a bunch oh, of Oh, that's beer. great. Yeah, let's yeah. let's do the super yes. dark. Let's get very drunk with no nothing right. on our stomachs to soak it <laughs> so, up. Okay. Six six on stealth. During the early part of the day of day five. Hold on one second. Stop. We're gonna do this first. Stealth check. Yeah, sixteen on stealth. Okay. And that is a nine on survival. You don't manage to find anything. <laughs> um apparently these mountains are pretty bare, at least for Bellinor. <laughs> Before I have two spell slots, before and after noon, so early in the morning when something might be out, and then before dusk, I want to use fly twice. I can do it for 10 minutes. I want to fly and look around all the peaks for mountain goats. Okay, make a perception check. 15. 15's a lot better than 10. It is a lot better. Okay, so you do manage to spot what appears to be one mountain goat. 
Uh, and is this during the morning, right? Yeah, it's during the day. It's throughout the day. Okay. So uh, you said you went twice, right? Yes, once in the morning, okay. once at night. So the first so mountain goat that shape. you see is a fairly sized uh, mountain goat that's uh, trotting from one kind of, you know, jutted... Elder's Blast! Elder's Blast? Oh, God! Yeah, I'm hitting his ass. Please don't blast off the mountain. Yep, yep. Okay. Uh, as long as I'm within 120 feet. Don't blast it off the mountain. Yeah. Uh, 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 back 10 feet and fall. 25. Oh, 25. Roll damage. <laughs> I swear to God, if this mountain goat doesn't take it down. 11 points of damage. 11 points of damage. I will say that is plenty to kill a mountain goat. All right. What you don't kill, however, are the two much smaller mountain goats oh, that are right Jesus behind. Christ. Oh, you just, know what? That That's I was cute. Gonna I've, got two, I've got two other Eldritch Blasts. Okay. Uh, I'll take one at the other little one okay. and the other at the other little one. Okay. okay. <laughs> Roll an attack. Cool. Roll two attacks. Right. Uh, natural 18. Okay. Natural 20. Natural 20. <laughs> so the last mountain goat is obliterated. <laughs> I've got, I've got one pretty big one and one decent, small. Yeah, a little baby one. Looks we'll like sure, maybe cool. he's probably about a year old. We'll make cool. sure to be tacos. Okay, yeah. Yep. I, I imagine my speed will be many half. pounds of meat. Yeah, it's going to take you. It's because yeah. It's I have normally sixty feet of fly speed now to be thirty. Yeah, I'd say your your speed is half because I mean it's not a giant mountain goat. It's just a mountain goat. Orange is a backpack. Other one hanging by like I'm just holding it up. Okay, bringing them in. Does anyone know how to skin these fucks? Yes. <laughs> Bring it here. You get the pocket knife. Wait a second. Wait a second. Are you proficient in survival? No. Then you don't know how you to skin things. You don't know. Them. I know how to skin things, it's you motherfucker. Kyle might know. <laughs> Is anyone Jesus proficient in, in survival? He's going to roll okay. another nine, gotcha. but he's going to chop it the fuck up. We're not going to get anything. Give me a dexterity check. <laughs> Guess what? God Guess damn what? it. Daddy Goat is a BBG. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> you just placed off the... Uh, <laughs> 11. 11. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's not difficult. With it, with being in proficient in survival, you've skinned animals before. Uh, so, you do manage to skin both of these uh, mountain goats and put them on a spit and roast them over the We're fire. So desperate for food. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look, on a real note, if you if you shoot a doe and then two fawns come out of the woods, yeah. you might as well shoot them too. No, I'm saying you exploded the Oh, yeah, it's exploded. It was <laughs> exploded. Yeah, robbing the shit out of that merchant is looking really good now, and yet you're paladin fuck. <laughs> so, no one ever brought it up. I, I never said no. I volunteered enough. Enough. baby. Uh, I just assumed. Yeah, you and Sapphites are nom nom on the smaller. That didn't happen. Or on the smaller <laughs> goat. So, does this give it a cook? Does it give us enough food for two days or just one? No. It, you can't, you you can't, can't prepare can't. it like jerky. You can't do that. So, but it, it does fully sustain you for this day and erases the whole like empty belly thing. So, so the fact that I said I was going to hunt twice and I rolled out on my first attempt. If you hunt again, the meat's only going to go bad. Because this is enough okay. food to provide for everybody. Okay. All right. So, on the sixth day, you wake up. <laughs> the bones of the billy goats are still, like, over the fire, you know. Uh, and you have your brown morning potion and just kind of contemplate oh, over their corpses. Coffee. We have an endless supply of goddamn <laughs> coffee. I'm like cocoa beans as far as the eye can see, but not a goddamn goat. Anyway, <laughs> crack the bones, eat the brain for breakfast. Okay, it's it's been out all night. It was over the fire. You just said when we come out, it's still over the fire. You can certainly try. Yeah, we're feeling the. That means no. That means no. Make a constitution check for me. 
I never is said I was eating it. I never said I was eating it. I wanted to break it out. Come on, man. Is it a check or say Make a constitution check, sir. No. Okay. I'll make it with disadvantage. 21. 21? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah, fine. Cool. <laughs> Iron stomach. Yeah, no, it's not. It's, yeah, but it was a natural. It was over the fire. I mean, it should be okay. And you eat it, and nothing seems to happen. If it had been a five or under, you'd be fucking dead. You got this tingling like gnawing at bone there. Because we're so fucking hungry. Yeah. At the end of it, do I have a straw or bone? No. After the things we call straw, you have no room to talk. <laughs> Alright, so on the sixth day, you travel. Uh, and you eventually find yourselves near your destination. As Merrill checks his maps, he tells you that within the next couple of hours, you should be arriving at the gates of Zeshan. Unless I'm completely wrong and we might hit ocean at some point. <laughs> Now is not the time to be joking around. <laughs> <laughs> so, as he says this, I'll send Ozark up in the air and be like, "Hey, man, go look around. See if you can't see. Sure can. see, see if you can't see a door or something. Or at the very least, a fucking Billy Goat." Okay. Um, there's no. You're hunting again, despite the fact that you're. About no, no, no. To I'm sending Ozark up and telling him to, after he said, "You know, we might hit the ocean. So, see, go see if you can see a door." Okay. Um, he goes up and he communicates with you telepathically and he says, uh, no, there's, there's no ocean. Uh, I, I would say that, uh, the, uh, the civilization that I can see in the distance is probably, probably Zeshin. Uh, it's, it's still a few hours journey, but no, no, no water. Nothing like that. At this point, I don't care what it is. If it is a civilization, then I am okay. Guess what's It's a civilization of dragons. Dwarf. Whoa! What? <laughs> so, that kind of city. Those are people. All of you feel your heart do a little dance as you round the bend on this little stretch of trees that was masking uh, a dwarven civilization. What you're kind of taken aback by is that when you round the bend and can see the civilization, it appears fairly humble. It is not nearly as big as you thought Zeshin would be. Um, there are walls, and there does appear to be uh, ramparts and a few towers, but there are very few buildings, only a couple. And I would imagine that you approach the city. Yeah. Okay. Are they all underground? <clears throat> huh? Are they all underground? You do not know. That's racist. All right. Is it? Is it? Yeah, not all the walls are underground. Name three. <laughs> wow. Robert. I know a lot of dwarves. Auric. You fuck. So anyways, you you uh, managed to approach the gates of Zeshun, and you are met with several similarly armed guards uh, that you've been seeing throughout these outposts in the kingdom of Zundren. Uh, and they ask you about what you're doing here, your names, um, general information. Would I know whether... They have, they have a, um, a pending relationship with the Empire right now, yes. based on what General Trexus told me. Yes. Okay. So, I would identify myself as a, um, um, a servant of the Empire. Okay. That's it. Do you all give your names? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. I'll give a name. You give a name or your name? I'll go. I'll give my name. That's fine. Give your name. Your name. 
Just your name. All of you give your name. Do you tell them what the name of your company is? Yep. Okay. Of the strange ones. he does. Yeah. So you mentioned that you're the strange ones. Mm -hmm. He's got it on a t-shirt. A band of adventurers traveling and currently in the employ of Saffrax to travel. Yep. Working being a merchant online. Saffrax explains his situation. He tells them everything uh, in full honesty. Um, We are a union. You see as one of the guards, more of like a scribe, he, he appears to be um, still wearing armor and a sword on his head, but he is scrawling in a notebook as all of you are speaking. Um, and as they invite you through the gates, uh, the first thing that you see is the mouth of a giant tunnel that descends downward. Uh, and this tunnel doesn't change the fact. <laughs> This tunnel is <laughs> just because it's true. <laughs> so intricately carved and so beautiful that it kind of takes your breath away immediately. A strong contrast to these burgundy stones that have been throughout this mountain range. This tunnel is made from a metal that some of you are familiar with and some of you aren't. It's this silverish uh, metal with these tints of blue. Uh, and it's carved in the ornate fashion of two dwarvish guards manning either side of this tunnel with these great axes hefted onto the ground in front of them. They're full helms. Uh, and above it you can see a shield, a crest over the tunnel. The crest... The crest depicts a dwarven helm made of the same bluish metal, uh, imbued with sapphires and diamonds, with a mountainscape in the backdrop. So essentially, a crown of diamonds and sapphires is this sigil that's above this tunnel. How well do they look set into the metal? Very well. They're also very high up. Very high up. When I say a massive mouth to this tunnel, it's huge. Like big enough for so, so about tall. 30, 40 people to stand abreast and walk down. So so tall that if one person was up there, they wouldn't really notice. Because why would you look up there? Why are you asking this? Is your intention to steal the sapphires and diamonds? Mm-hmm. Then why are you asking? Just curious. Might have some more ambiguous requests for other members of the party. <laughs> so your intention is not stolen, but you're going to ask someone else. His intention is to his intention is to know that they got stolen. Perhaps there will be stealing happening. Okay, gotcha. Well, that is jot that ambitious. down in the, the back brain. Uh, and yeah, I'm just saying it's that way. The old If I cast fly on Valinor and he happened to fly up there and get some stuff, nobody's doing it. I'm just saying, right now we're just talking. No, 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 we're just talking. talking about it. We're just talking. Maybe hypothetically. Maybe think about the sheer size of these gems that we can see them from how far down we are right now. How big are they? they are as tall as a person. Ooh, you know that's actually a good point. If it's that high up and we can see that they are diamonds, and they're sapphires. decent. We're not as diamonds <laughs> and sapphires. They're not as tall as. A person. Let's move past now. <clears throat> what do you do? 
prey band of adventurers. Uh, try <laughs> to find a restaurant. Walk bay. through a city and immediately contemplate theft. We find someone that is serving. Well, we're anything starving to death. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Where's your buffet, please? Uh, <laughs> the um. The nearest and cheapest of your. One buffets. of the guards looks and he says, "There's an eatery." <laughs> Down this small street. Oh, oh yes, goodbye. Lovely, a cafeteria. It's not <laughs> nearly as. Oh, all right. It's <laughs> not nearly as. I'm with Nicholas. I ask. I, I stop. I stop because he might be telling me. It's, it's not nearly as good as some of the locations within possession. Still with Nicholas. What is the? What would you consider the best if somebody was here hungry after long travel for home dwarvish home cooking? Dwarvish home cooking would be. I mean, I can be convinced to change my direction, but I'm not um, waiting around. And he goes, well, do you have a sweet tooth, or are you interested in food? Food. Food, food but afterwards I would definitely want to go to whatever place has the sweets. Looks around and he says, the Hole in the Wall Tavern has some of the best food. Hole in ah! the Wall Tavern? Hole in the Wall Tavern. And that's, that's dwarvish homeland cooking, yes. Yes. That is much. definitely a dwarvish franchise. And what about a sweet tooth? Oh, well, um, Goldfoot's wardrobe. He, uh, tends to make baked goods for his Goldfoot's? Uh, Goldfoot's, yes. Wardrobe? Wardrobe. Yes. Goldfoot's wardrobe. He's a clothing, uh, maker. Seamstress. Seamstress? Taylor. 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 That's it. Ah! Yes. Um, but he tends to make, uh, sweet goods for his clients. Uh, and I'll say, can you please, I would like directions to both. Where would I find them? Um, he tells you, he, he tells you the directions, so okay. he, he explains to you. <coughs> uh, he says, have you ever been to Zeshin before? Never, and I am at in all. Saprax is, by the way, not interested in this conversation because he's been to Session before. Uh, uh, I'd like but to turn around and yell, what's the hold up? Head to your buffet. <laughs> uh... So, I'm with Saffrax is actually staring at. I'm gonna split the party. Okay, I'm gonna get to your things first. Are we planning on staying here for very long? I don't want to get. If you really do say, let's hold up. Say, I'm getting directions to a local home cooked foods tavern. Eloquent. It's not a restaurant. All of you, you can, can see that Rathanax is staring up the mountain I'd just like a little bit. Rathanax or Saffron? I'm sorry. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Y'all got me all fucked up. Um, Saffrax is staring up the mountain. Session is at the base of the mountain. Further up the mountain, there is one solitary uh, tower. This tower is much larger than any of the towers that you've seen. These smaller outpost towers, this tower is massive. And it also appears to be much older than some of these outpost towers that you've seen because this tower is hewn from this burgundy stone. It's actually hewn from the solid rock itself. Uh, and juts up almost, you know, like, this is almost halfway up the mountain itself. It's huge, ominous-looking red tower. Uh, Saffrax is staring at that. I'll ask him, say, what is that, Saffrax? I have no idea. I just noticed it for the first time. Mm, I like I do I believe that shit? Make an inside check. <coughs> at some point, I'll be looking for a bookstore slash map store. Okay. 
Also, Rathanax and I are now seated at the dining Eleven. establishment. The, yeah, having well, our immediately after this conversation. Yeah. Eleven. Eleven. Yeah, you totally believe him. He's never seen this before. Uh, but just further down the mountains, there are these large, like columns, like pillars of stone that come up out of the earth and seem to be chimneys because they're billowing smoke from inside the mountain somewhere. So there's some kind of ventilation system inside the mountain that's billowing out all of this smoke. And then further down, you have this gatehouse that all of you are currently at. Uh, uh, so the rest of you go to kind of this, like, you know, fork in the road eatery. I think it's just me and Rathanax. Yes, everybody else was behind with They're going to the for some Getting the hole in the wall. Okay, so... Uh, he explains to you. See, y'all have got me around the place. The guard's still talking to you. You're talking to Safrax. The two of you go to this place, and it's like one of those things where there's a bar but no tables. Yeah. So it's Great. essentially like perfect. some food. Fucking perfect. Okay. Gotcha. That is exactly what I want. How much? Perfect. Uh, looks at you and she says, uh, "It's a dwarvish woman with like this like black long hair, wearing an apron. Looks like she's hard at work." And she says, well, "What do you want?" What kind of food do you want? I got a lot of different stuff. Uh, what do you have? I have mutton. I have beef. I have chicken. Mutton I... should be fine. Would you like rice? Would you like a drink? Rice and a drink. Very well. That will be, uh, we'll say, five copper pieces. Very good. Okay. The I... same for you? Uh, I'd like to have a sampling of whatever you think is uh, your best dish. You can buy my best dish, yes. which is the beef. Sure, great. Uh, we also have rice and beans, if you would like any of those. Excellent. Yes, I will okay. have the rice and beans along with the beef. Very well. That's eight copper pieces. Uh, I will hand her two silver pieces and say, I, uh, keep the drinks coming. Well, okay. Um, that, Just the cheapest beer you have. We don't need anything. Fancy. We don't have a whole lot. Generally, people grab food and go. They either continue on their journey or... This isn't really it's like, like a, a it's like a rallies. Yeah, you walk up, you get your shit, and you leave. <laughs> I mean, if you're interested, there's definitely no, more taverns no. inside. <laughs> Did you want to go to a real restaurant? No, I just want the food. Well, the food, yeah, and she bring, gives you a bowl of like rice and silver beef. piece, and okay. I'll leave with Rathanax. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> um, so the two of you have acquired food. Great, and you're currently eating. I As like the guard explains to Alistair. So we'll walk back with our food as like, <laughs> eating our food while they're yeah, while still talking. Yes. Gotcha. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> Alistair, the, the guard is still explaining to you that as you go down into the gatehouse, mm-hmm. uh, it will immediately take a sharp turn and then continue further down, mm-hmm. where you will find a pocket of a big like cavernous area. That's the second security checkpoint. Rathanax is eating yeah, we, right next we to just, you. Yeah, we have come back with the food and are just eating it right next to you guys. There's a second um, security checkpoint. Then you will continue down the stairs once you've passed that second security checkpoint. And then you will be in the... Uh, I'd like to activate my shortbread disc that he gave me at the very beginning of the thing. Make everyone And make really it smell hungry. like shortbread, yeah. <laughs> is, doesn't that go away in a few hours? As soon as you activate it, I think it's like... I mean, when does it lose its power? Don't worry about that right now. Um, it, I, I mean, I can throw yeah. it away. I just, no, it's fine. Uh, I'm just being a dick. So. <laughs> 
once you uh, go down the second set of staircases, actually the third set of staircases, then you're in the commercial district of Zesha. That's where you'll find your taverns, blacksmiths, tailors, <coughs> uh, enchanters, everyone. Ooh, enchanters. Yes, then you'll, uh, if you have the proper clearance, can go across the bridge of Onar. Uh, or no. Sorry. Six seconds. Yeah, it's a smell for six seconds. Okay. Uh, Donrock's Bridge. Okay. Then you'll cross Donrock's Bridge if you have the proper clearance. You will see the Hall of the Patient Kings sitting inside of the giant caverns, and once you're across, you're in the residential districts. But again, you need proper clearance to cross that bridge anyways, which I doubt any of you have. Do we need the proper clearance to get to the Hall of the no, that's in the commercial district. For the, for the record, what constitutes a clearance? Still works, but it works for six seconds at a time. Gotcha. Yeah. What constitutes as clearance? Uh, mostly having a home. I have a home. In possession. Oh. <laughs> you were not specific. I was not. Uh, <laughs> that's his mistake. You need, you need to have a home in the residential district in order to make it across Dunrock's Bridge. Very good. How much is a home? It depends on the home. <laughs> How much is the cheapest home? I don't know. I'm, I'm not, not a realtor. I thought you were a realtor. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> getting getting the hole in the wall. Okay. Well, you're going, you're going down the first short slot, uh, set of uh, stairs. I'm falling out. Then it takes a hard right uh, and goes absolutely. back down. The directions he gave. Would yes. You'll talk to him if I assumed you were selling us something. Sorry. <laughs> Asking questions. Um, so Saffrax leads the way as you all go down this staircase. Um, you travel. Apparently, I'm for, <laughs> You travel for what appear what 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 probably is a good half an hour down these staircases. Oh, thank God. I know, right? We are so. Oh my God. Some of you are getting pretty flipping hungry right now. We're the hewn wall makes the food taste so much better. <laughs> the hewn walls of this tunnel have this beautiful glossy burgundy color because they've all been polished and carved. The stones themselves are these um, textured, just marvelously crafted long steps that make for relatively easy travel and the sconces on the walls illuminate this passage very well. And you can see people coming out of Zeshun, you can people you can see people going down into Zeshun. The further that you go down, the more this appears to be a huge civilization. But eventually, the staircase stops in a long open platform where you can see that far above there is a cavernous roof with stalactites hanging down from the ceiling. You can see that to your left where the stairs would, you know, join with this platform and go down, there's this large, like, wall with these gates and guards checking people uh, as they're coming through. Uh, and in front of you is what appears to be a large garrison of troops. Uh, you know, people practicing their swordsmanship out in, you know, a training yard. Uh, this is definitely like the upper garrison of Zession's military. Uh, so I would imagine that you go to the guards who are checking people. Indeed. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Okay. 
so the thing that kind of catches you, not necessarily off guard, but the surprise, is that they ask you all the same questions again. They ask you about your names. They ask you where you're going, who you're with, what your intentions are. Uh, and do you all answer the same answers mm-hmm. as the first time? Mm-hmm. The first group, they were like standing at the initial, the first set of gates, right? Yes. They looked legit. Yes. Yes, they, they were wearing okay. guard armor and everything, like heavy dwarven plate. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. So you give them the same answers, and eventually you are given papers to intercession. Each one of you individually is given a paper with a statement from a guard stating your intention in session, your name, your employer, things like that. One, one thing I would want to add to that, maybe as we're walking up to that, um, I don't know how much of a profile we're really looking for, but I would like to represent the Empire well here. I don't know if I should make it known, or maybe even visit some administrators, or... Um, maybe we can converse about this over lunch. That sounds um, great. I'd like to I just wanted to be clear before I talk to the guards about my intentions. So... So you've given us papers. Why didn't the guards at the gate give us papers, the original? So they didn't give you papers. Yeah. Then I'm asking one of the guards why. Right. After having, having been asked these questions twice, what's the deal with having been interrogated at the beginning and not getting papers? It's our procedures. It's not for your concern. But they are legitimate guards, we weren't. Yes. Okay. That's, that's all I was wondering. Can I guess or take a jab at it in character? I mean, yeah, Valinor could take a guess. Uh, I would believe that they may have a way of communicating between each other, and they're trying to find uh, falsehoods amongst us, where you told the first guard something, and you told them something else. Fair enough. Mostly, I just wanted to make sure that the original guards weren't legit. They not do like confirm that they were. Thieves. Yeah, okay. that they were. But you're all given individual papers, like I said, with your statement of intent and an inventory of your bag, of your bags. They do search all of your bags. Does anyone object to that? Hold on, let me just double check this. Yeah, no, they will ruin their just our, on them. Just our bags. Yeah, yeah. Where'd you get this baby? Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. That's fine. Yeah, I don't have anything. <clears throat> no problem. Um, where is, and I'm going to give you full level of fairness because you would have probably thought about this before walking up to the gates. Where is Ozark? Is he fully dismissed right now? Yeah, he's dismissed. Okay, uh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. You would have thought about it before you walked up to the gates. So. Alright. Does anyone object to their bags being searched? No. Is there anything of note that I should that I should remember but I don't? I'll ask the guard. I'll say... He already asked the one guards that were way about what Zundrin's stance on magic was. Has anybody asked, did I just miss it, about what was in Zeshan? Yeah, we'll say that on the uh, on the paperwork that you're given, it does have a list of common laws, uh, kind of like a question and answer. Mm-hmm. Um, magic is not outright, you know, not tolerated. Okay. Like, you know, if you fall and skin your knee and you want to cast cure wounds on it or, um, you know, anything like that, that's fine. You're not to do any harm. It's, it's just like any other city. Uh, you're not to do any harm. You're not to use any kind of necromantic or frightening magic. You can't cause public alarm, anything like that. So you just could, be smart. You could, like, you could like cast a small fire spell to like start a fire for yeah, yourself. Absolutely. Or yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm wearing all my clothes, but 
these people in the dungeon wouldn't know about the Order of the Crescent. You don't know that for sure. But your clothes is currently co- covering up yeah. that tattoo. Okay, so, uh, and I don't ask you to disrobe. So, you're allowed to pass through the gate after being given papers of your intent. Everything all the way down to your coin count is on this paper. Um, and as you pass through these security gates, uh, your weapons are allowed to stay on you. But you are not to, one of the things that it mentions is that you're not to unsheathe your weapons for any reason. Doesn't matter if you feel endangered or not. You call for a guard. I assume they won't have issue with me playing my loot. No. You're not to unsheathe your weapons. It's an immediate fine and possible imprisonment if you unsheathe the weapon. Yep. Alright. So. Gotcha. You're um, traveling for an equivalent amount of time that you have been since you, before you hit that secondary outpost. So probably another half an hour descending down these stairs, and you can feel as the temperature <laughs> the temperature gradually changes until eventually it is this comfortable like 65, 66 degrees, uh, and the same glossy red walls, all extremely elegantly carved with these patterns and uh, depictions of possibly some of Zeshun's history and the history of the Zundran dwarves and things like that. But if you continue down the path, eventually you come into a large opening, a large gateway that takes your breath away initially because the cavern that you're looking at is so massive that you've never seen anything like it. This is this is the size of things that you can compare it to are, you know, the um, the capital of the Eastern Isles could fit inside of this cavern. Segvel could fit inside of this cavern. It's good God. massive. And all above, nestled in between groupings of stalactites and on bare patches in the walls, you can see nestled this iridescent, like, moss that kind of glitters in the dark. If it wasn't for the lights coming from the city currently, because everyone is out and about and establishing their business... It would almost look like a night sky. Let's go. You can see building after building after building, multiple different types. You can see steeples and towers and large circular buildings. There's no pattern or rhyme or reason. It's total creative liberty for every person who's ever hewn a building from the rock and built something in this residential, or I'm sorry, commercial district of Zeshon, and you can smell freshly cooked meats, which causes your stomach to kind of roll over just a little bit. You can hear the hammering of iron. You can hear 
uh, criers speaking of the news, the, the current events. You can hear bards plucking at their hearths, and in the center of it, right where you can see, is this massive water feature, and you can hear the water as it's flowing out of this ornately carved dwarven statue of an ancient-looking dwarf, wielding a battle axe down by his side and pointing towards you, towards the gatehouse. That's where we're in session. Ooh. <laughs> we didn't get to eat. 